Welcome to the show. Today I'm speaking with an entrepreneur who uses public speaking to promote her business. She will share her tips and techniques for beginners and more experienced public speakers. Thanks for listening. Hey there, you're listening to the David Murray Public Speaking Podcast. To find out more, you can visit me at davidalamurray.com. Hello, thank you so much for joining today's show. I'm David Murray, and today it's very special because I'm out on location because I've got a very special guest to meet today. She's an entrepreneur, she runs her own business, she's a public speaking enthusiast. It's Cornelia Fernandez. Thank you, David. Thank you for inviting me. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you very much for joining me today. Now, today we're out on location because we're at a conference that you're visiting today and you've kindly given me some of your time so that I can talk to you and share your word on the public speaking podcast. So thank you very, very much for for joining me. It's a pleasure, a real delight to be here. Thank you. So I think I'd like to ask you, first of all, is what is it you do? David, um, I work in regenerative medicine and I have an exciting product that actually regenerates the skin. It creates its own collagen. Wow, that's interesting. Tell us more about it. I work with a lot of doctors and dermatologists and they're always keen to find new ways to regenerate the skin. The product acts as an impetus to kickstart the body's healing mechanism to start creating collagen. Wow, that's amazing. So I know nothing about this area of this field at all, but I would love to know is how did you get into doing this? How did you get into doing this? Well, that's interesting, uh, but I've always been keen on regenerative medicine. I think this is a big area. It's very interesting. It's very exciting. And there's, there's some amazing stuff going on in this industry. Firstly, for me, why this was so important was because, you know, we're living a long time now. Um, we'll live, we're going to live to be about 100. I think a lot of people are concerned about this because they don't want to live half their life looking old. So I think they're always looking for new ways of how they can do this in a way that will regenerate the skin and re- regenerate the body. And is that... Cosmetic surgery, is it something else? What is that? It's not surgery. This is a non-invasive way of regenerating the skin. This is a very interesting, exciting area to be involved in. And I can really hear your passion when you talk about it. Uh, I've got to just ask, how long have you been doing this for? I've been researching the industry and product for at least 18 months, but I've been working solely in the industry for about two years now. Now, I know you are an experienced public speaker and you use public speaking very effectively in your business. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, um, I'm very interested in public speaking. And for me, it's helped me on so many levels, so many layers. Firstly, because we deal with cutting-edge technology, I feel that it's very important to spread a very compelling message. I'm asked often to speak at conferences to a very select audience, and I felt that all the public speaking coaching that I've had has helped me 
enormously. So that has helped me a great deal. Oh, great. So if I can ask a question about that. So you mentioned public speaking coaching. So did you identify a need to develop your public speaking skills for your business? Oh, definitely. And how did that come about? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because I felt uh, powerless, actually, having a great product, uh, working with a great product. It was so exciting. But I really felt that I needed to share that message with others, with an audience, with my audience, with a select audience. And really, you know, I without the ability to communicate or articulate this, I felt my product wouldn't get the um, traction it needed. So public speaking was key to getting that message across. And that's interesting because it sounds like you've got a belief in a product, but you saw the need that if your public speaking, say, skills or attributes weren't at that level, then you weren't, in some, in some respects, I guess, doing the product a, a service or yes, a absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. I felt like it just would... Uh, would limit my ability to reach to my audience. So if I can ask a question, I've got to wonder because uh, a lot of the listeners will come from different places in terms of their confidence levels in public speaking. I guess on a scale of one to ten, where were you before and where are you now? In terms of oh my God, I have, to laugh. I, I have to laugh at that question because, you know, I was terrified. I, I, even if it was just to say hello in a big group, I would be terrified to get up and say hello. Okay, so I was, you know, it was something that I feared the most. Okay, so I really felt that I needed to overcome that fear, that nervousness and um, that anxiety around public speaking okay which I have done quite successfully yeah and I know that you speak speak regularly now and obviously you sort of talk a lot about uh, communicating the message about your product but it would be interesting to know is that how do you use public speaking to kind of share your personal connection with what you do as well oh yes you know I was, I was saying on different levels on different layers absolutely I feel like because of my public speaking coaching I can connect with my clients on a one-to-one level and connect with them more naturally and um and um more confidently, I think the word is, you know, so I think I can engage with them in a more sort of natural manner, just having the, the public speaking um, coaching behind me. So I have a question I'd love to ask is now that you speak at conferences, you're engaging with clients, new clients, previous clients in your business. Is there one tip that you can give for anybody who's, you know, setting about in terms of using public speaking, in terms of what they should do to just prepare beforehand? Okay, there's one tip that I feel is priceless. If there's one tip I could give you is that know your subject inside out. Okay. And the second tip is know your audience. Key thing sometimes people don't think about is that they know their subject but they don't know how to make it relatable or rather they miss out the bit how do I make it relatable to, to my to listener to my audience to my client is that something that you do in your preparation yes very much so it is so so important to make it relatable to your audience for them to engage in the story for them to buy into the story it's um, it's absolutely key to make it 
relatable. Right, Cornelia, so obviously we're out on location today and we know we've got a bit of background noise. We've got some people um, having coffee over there. We've got some people having a break from the conference. Um, and I won't keep you too much longer, but, but I am absolutely loving everything that you're saying today. Have you got any advice for some, somebody who hasn't actually started public speaking yet? So, for example, we've got some business owners and entrepreneurs out there. They've got a great business idea. Have you got any advice for somebody who's thinking about embedding or practicing public speaking to enhance their business? Three years ago, I absolutely feared public speaking, terrified of public speaking. And um, I put my fear aside and I ventured into a course. And look at me, two years later, um, I speak to a room full of audience. So I, to, to anyone out there, I'd say, go out there and just do it. It doesn't take long, does it, to overcome any fear, you know, to gain confidence in public speaking, does it? No, not at all. Once you realise that, um, uh, that it's okay to make a mistake, it's okay to, um, to be lost for words, it, all of that is okay. would you give yourself starting out with your public speaking and linking it in with your business so what have you learned now that perhaps you'd like you could have shared with yourself two years ago what piece of advice would you give yourself I came into public speaking because it was essential for my business but the advice I would give myself okay is why didn't I do this before because it would have helped me in so many hurdles in my life in general well, exactly, because a lot of people normally, when they get into public speaking, they've got a goal in mind, they've got a burning platform, like, oh my gosh, my brother wants me to give a best man speech, or at work, I'm at work, my boss wants to give me more responsibility. But what you're saying is public speaking gives you so much more than just that next speech or that next presentation. Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, you're, you're working towards a goal. However, normal interaction and personal interaction, social interaction, all of that would um, become so much more uh, interesting and, and fluid. If you just have a bit of public speaking background to you, you just become so much more confident. People want to become your friend. People want to do business with you because you know you have a clear message and a clear confidence about you. People actually believe in you. Another thing I'd like to ask you is, I know we've got some listeners who are actually already active, actively public speaking. Is there one piece of technical advice or one top tip you can give them for the next speech or presentation? From all the coaching and uh, public speaking coaching that I've had, the one that really sticks to my mind is the power of three. I use it in everything, not just in public speaking. <laughs> I use that in my presentation. I use that in general talking. You know, it, it's the way you get your message across, okay? Just use the power of three, okay? It, it actually sinks in people's heads when you use the power of three. So I guess the power of three is, is it things like, if you're listening something, list three things about it? Yes. Uh, whatever you, you're talking about, try and do it in threes when you're describing it. And it, it actually sinks in people's heads. Yeah. It, 
Yeah, a good example I always think of is, for example, if I'm talking about a holiday, a recent holiday that I had to Spain or America or wherever anyone has been, they would talk about, tell us two things about it. So, for example, if anyone's gone on holiday to, to Spain, they could say, I went to the beach, I went to the bars, and then I went partying. So there's kind of three things in there. And you're right, it helps us structure and helps us with remembering speeches as well, doesn't yes. it? Yes, yes. This might be uh, a light comment, but, um, but I've noticed that politicians always repeat the same word three times. <laughs> and it's the way for them to get the message across. Uh, uh, Tony Blair classically said years ago, education, education, education. Yeah, yes. And if anyone Googles Barack Obama's speeches, I'll hear that absolutely throughout them. So it's, thank you, it's a great <laughs> top tip. <laughs> it really is. Thank you so much today, Cornelia. I know you've got to get back into the conference. So before you go, if people are interested in finding out a little bit more about what you do, how can they get in touch or how can they find out more about you? If anyone would like to know more about what I do, then um, yes, you can find out um, more information at reginaleft.co.uk. Well, thank you very much, Cornelia. I will add your website to the show notes. Thank you so much for coming across and talking to me today out on location in London. Thank you very much for your time. Hopefully you've enjoyed, enjoyed the chat. I've, I've enjoyed it ever so much. Thank you so much for inviting me, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. And thanks for listening, everybody. Speak to you next week. If you'd like to find out more, you can visit me at davidalamari.com.